everybody. Welcome to Druid Fox Tarot. This is Ten, and this is the love reading. Uh, it's an extended general timeless reading for fire signs. So that's going to be Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Uh, we're going to do this in a couple parts, so stick with me throughout the reading. We've got a tarot reading to start off with, and then we're going to do a Lenormand reading and pull a wild unknown archetype. Um, I'm using this gorgeous new deck by 8th House Tarot that I am in love with, and so I thought I would do love readings. Um, and I don't think I've done love readings yet here on this podcast, so uh, fire signs. Here is your timeless general love reading. Whenever you hear this is when you're supposed to hear it. Um, hopefully there's a message for you in here. But we are actually, uh, as I'm recording this, moving right into Sagittarius season. Uh, which is good for us fire signs. We like Sagittarius season. We like um, fire sign times. So um, I've got six cards here. I'm going to go with those. Uh, Bottom of the deck is the judgment card. So second chances, um, maybe people coming back around. Um, Get a real sense of like a playing field has been leveled. So You know, if there is somebody coming back into your life, um, it's on a more, like you're both kind of on more equal footing, maybe emotionally, you've gone through some things and figured some stuff out and now you are doing okay in terms of uh, maybe finding yourself back together and back into a place of, um, uh, you know, equal where you can kind of meet each other halfway. Okay. Um, three cards flipped out face down, three cards flipped out face up. So we're going to start with the ones that flipped out face up first. And it's really interesting because we got the King of Earth, the Ten of Air, and the King of Air. So we've got King of Pentacles on one side, King of uh, swords on the other side, and then the Ten of Swords in the middle. So I'm really getting the feeling like there's some kind of duality that you're struggling with in terms of uh, you want to be somebody who is providing really stable income, uh, really a a master of um, resources and wealth, providing luxury and stability and quality of life to your family or to your partner, And then on the other side, there's this like logic, like you're battling with how do I logically do this? Um, And it's really, it's really kind of beating you up Um, because part of the king of earth, the kings are always fire, like that's their element, no matter what um, suit they're in. So we have the king of fire and the king of fire in both these earth sign and air signs. So there's earth fire and there's air fire. And the 10 of swords is embodying this like this mental struggle that you've gone through in trying to find out what you can do to support your family. Like, how do I do this logically? But how do I also, it's like, we want logic, right? We want resources, but we're also uh, trying to 
embrace this fire, right? This creativity, this passion, and it's really tearing us up. Now, we say king, king just means the active principle, right? Um, the, the female, you know, is, is if you're talking about divine feminine, divine masculine, all it really is, is, um, divine reception, allowing things to come to you and inspired action, knowing when to act. Okay. So it's the balance of letting things happen and knowing when to act with conviction. And this is a struggle here that I can see with um, wanting to really be a, a person of action, both in terms of money and stability for your family or, you know, your partner or, you know, just yourself uh, and, and wanting to do it in such a logical way that you're turning off your creativity and your passion. Um, and that's really kind of that cycle with this 10 of swords is really kind of over for you now. Like you, if you want to move on, if you want to move forward, you're going to have to reconcile this passion and creativity with your need to provide and your need to be like logical and, you know, straightforward. Um, let's take a look at the cards that flipped over face down. And now I have the hiccups. Oh, look at that. We've got the King of Fire. So we've got three kings so far. Uh, the Aquarius Star card. And the Nine of Swords. Uh, so we have the Ten of Swords and the Nine of Swords. We also have three kings here and the Star card, um, which is the Wish Come So I really feel like in terms of... Um, it's a It's a leap of faith, this star this star card, right? Um, there's so much air, there's so much swords in this reading that it's like you're overcome with like logicking out every step, which you can't do because you never know when things outside of your control are going to come into this relationship or going to come into this, you know, place that you're in, either you're trying to find self-love or you're trying to balance your love for your family or you're trying to find a partner and work with your partner um, to make a, a stable and solid relationship. Um, you have, right, the, the passion, you have the resources, you have the logic, but you're letting the logic and the, the swords the the anxiety, the ruminating thoughts, the nightmares, the worrying, you're letting that take over what you could possibly have, you know, with this person or, you know, if you don't have a partner yet, um, it's like you're, you're saying, okay, well, if I, it's like a formula, if I do X and Y, then it will equal Z and you're not accounting for any other variables to happen in your life. This this king of air, he wants to do um, calculus, right? <laughs> he wants it to be an equation and the formula, and it's always right, and it equals this. And that's not, that's not, it's like you, how do I say? So there's this, there's this theory that it's like the more, specific you are with your wishes and your intentions, 
um, the, the, the more you're going to miss out and the more you're going to struggle, okay? Because you don't know what you want. And that's just, that's a weird way to say it. Um, let me backtrack. The Aquarius is the star card, which is the wish come true, right? And it's also the guidance system. It's the GPS. It's how you get there. Because we used to use the stars um, to navigate our ships, right? We need the stars. We need that wish to have something to navigate towards, okay? But it's like saying, it's like saying I am only going to be successful if when I'm navigating, I land in this specific port when all you really want is to make it to land, right? Uh, So if you really want a partner, if you really want, you know, a long-term committed relationship, you have to just kind of back up and go, I want what's best for my soul. I want what's best for me. And, And let your passion and creativity and um, you know, inspiration guide you there instead of uh, worrying about um, what if it never happens, uh, settling for people who don't make your soul happy just because you think, I wanted to be in a relationship and now I'm in a relationship, so this must be it. Um, you know, if you, you know, if you limit it to it has to be a specific relationship in this specific way you're going to miss out on an actual relationship that fulfills everything that you need and from this uh, judgment card it looks like we have hermit underneath that a lot of major arcana and libra underneath that so so far in this reading i'm giving you four four uh major arcana and three kings so this is really a big um, positive like energy of um, success elevation uh, reaching your goals Um, it's just working through this these limiting thoughts right of the nine of swords is the anxiety the worry the depression the sleepless nights Uh, the ten of swords is that like okay, I'm done with this cycle. I can't beat myself up with my own thoughts anymore. I have to release those because I'm about to be the king of resources, the king of earth. I'm about to be the king of fire I'm, or, or air. I'm about to be the, the strategy and the, the success planning. I'm about to be the king of fire and my passion is gonna drive both of those things uh, all of my wishes are about to come true. This is a big destiny situation here. If we can release these internal, uh, the way that you talk to yourself in your mind, right? If you say to yourself, you know, uh, I'm not important, I'm not contributing, I'm not, you know, I'm not worthy of XYZ, I, you know, anytime you trap yourself with those thoughts you're cutting yourself off from this destiny point this level of uh, mastery okay so with the judgment um, it could be that that 
you know, with the completion of the cycle and the Ten of Swords, we finally realized, you know, we we can walk away from this internal, you know, beating ourselves up on the inside. The Virgo, uh, Virgo, which is the Hermit, um, probably either you've just recently gone through a period of kind of self-isolation. It could be, for me, the, the Hermit has really been kind of signifying... <coughs> um, you know, our forced seclusion because of coronavirus, um, working from home, not seeing people trying to take care of ourselves. Uh, and then justice underneath that, it's like, which is another air sign. There's a lot of air in this reading. Um, you know, there you will get what's rightfully yours. Nothing that is for you can be denied to you. It's just gonna take a little longer if you aren't ready to receive it it's gonna you know all right well I'll circle back around and it's this judgment card so if you were in a position or in a relationship where you just weren't ready because you were beating yourself up because you were feeling lack because you were feeling you know depressed or anxious or you know anxiety whatever it is now it's your time to be ready for this relationship again because you've, uh, you are, or what I'll say is as soon as you release this negative self imposition, this prison you've put yourself in, then the relationship that you're supposed to have will come back around. Okay, that's the judgment. All right. Okay. <laughs> these cards are so great. And I get such a good reading and a good feel from these. All right. After the jump, we're going to do a little uh, Lenormand and pull an archetype card. So stick around. I'll be right back. Okay. So here we are with the Fire Signs Lenormand reading. Um, I've got the heart card here in the middle for love and relationships. And I'm going to pull two cards for each side and see what kind of message we can get from Lenormand. It's usually a little bit more specific, a little bit more actionable. Um, and then we will pull the uh, archetype card, the um, wild unknown archetype, and see what we can get. All right, so thank you guys for sticking with me through this extended reading. A little bit longer than the readings I normally do. And uh, if you'd like to see the visuals for these, I always post them over on Instagram, at Tarot, So you can see all the visuals, all the cards over there. Okay, one more. All right. Okay. So on the left side of the heart, we have the birds and the child, uh, which indicates that there's maybe some new discussions happening. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, birds is communication, discussions. Um, it, it has a sense of being excitable, like excited. And um, uh, depending on the other cards around it, it could mean like gossip or you know, um, coffee, like what is it called? Water cooler talk. Um, but here with the child, what, especially in, in context of the heart, it's like you guys are having some new conversations, some new, um, 
you know, conversations maybe that hadn't really happened yet in your, um, in your relationship so far. Uh, if you're not in a relationship, then this could be, you know, you're talking to somebody new, possibly somebody younger than you with a child. Uh, but this is like, this is like a new conversation, a new, um, you know, you start talking to somebody, uh, that's going to be coming up on the right side of this. We have the Lily and the anchor. Um, and this to me, feels really nice. Uh, the Lily is kind of a symbol of patience and grace, uh, it has this dual meaning of like innocence and uh, sensuality, okay? So there's this kind of really um, pure uh, attraction, um, which with the anchor is really nice because that's going to really ground your relationship. Um, the anchor is a, is a more permanent card. It's a card of, you know, being... Uh, something that weathers the storms, being something you can rely on. So it looks like fire signs, this is a really good um, kind of perspective here. If you are partnered, um, there's going to be some really good new conversations happening. It could be that you're talking about having a baby. Um, that's, you know, a possibility here. Uh, it could just be some new conversations uh, that you're having in regards to making your relationship more stable and secure. Uh, it could have to do, you know, with your, you know, intimate relationship with the Lily here. Uh, it could have to do with that. It could also be just a real sense of, um, you know, for me, the Lily a lot of times is like, uh, wisdom and maturity, grace. So there's a sense of this being very stable, being uh, something that ends up uh, having a, a long-term, you know, long-lasting, stable position, uh, something that keeps you grounded, something that keeps you um, protected and safe uh, from, you know, kind of life's storms, <laughs> we'll say. Okay. Um, so that's Lenormand. Again, it's pretty straightforward and gives us something kind of a little more specific and maybe actionable. Um, yeah, there, and, and there's a sense of kind of being excited about these conversations and, and coming to them with a, um, without baggage. Um, the child is, you know, is not as self-conscious as we usually are, uh, is not as, doesn't carry kind of like the, the societal norms that uh, as we're older, we kind of filter everything through um, these kind of, you know, norms and, and cultural, you know, regulations. So these could be very um, carefree, uh, unburdened, honest uh, conversations um, yeah, conversations that aren't kind of weighed down by what other people think, uh, is a good way to put it, I think. <laughs> um, all right, let's do these archetype cards. Let's see what we can get, uh, as from these, uh, wild unknown archetypes in regards to our love life, our self-love, our love situation. A whole bunch keep wanting to come out, and I really just want one, please. Just one. I know you guys are... There's a lot of really excited energy in this reading. 
uh, especially from the tarot, there's a sense of, um, that tarot reading really gave me a sense of, um, I don't want to say urgency, but like a really good sense of destiny, uh, of being connected to something. Um, and it's like, you know, you're in this point right now where um, you're going to have this really good connection, this really good, uh, and I, we can, it's, we see it kind of echoed in the Lenormand here, um, you know, and maybe, maybe the conversations, you know, have to do with mental illness, um, that is kind of a taboo subject and you're coming to each other and talking to each other about these kind of things without judgment, um, yeah, it really feels like this is a good time to uh, embrace that communication. Yeah, I think I think the the non-judgmental conversations I think is where is what I'm landing on for this Lenormand reading. Just really approaching any conversations with patience and grace and humility. Okay. The one that came out for us is the animal. So the picture here is, it looks like maybe a fox eye. It's like an eye looking forward. There's some fur and some flowers. And let's see what this can contribute to uh, our, our love reading here. It says the beast, the wild one, the she-wolf. <laughs> we are mammals. The hair on our chest and between our legs remind us so. We try hard to deny our unrefined animalistic natures, yet through this archetype we tap into a power and direction. Activating the animal within means reawakening our relationship to nature in the most broad and embodied sense. Drinking from waterfalls, roaring at the moon, opening eyes underwater, eating berries from the vine. The life force of our planet begs us to set down the devices, the constraints, and the social constructs. There we go, social constructs. And remember the warm blood that pulses through our veins. The animal longs for breath, food, procreation, and physicality. It wants soil under our nails, and starlight on our skin. If this all sounds terribly unsophisticated to you, take note that it is said that when Buddha became enlightened, he roared like a great lion. Mm. Listen to the audio recording of Mary Oliver reading Wild Geese. Repeat every morning for a week. The animal demands we get comfortable in our own skin. The minute you accept, express, and celebrate the physical body, you tap into animal energy. Notice your resistance to the animal within. Where does it come from? What has kept you from doing wild one? I think this is really interesting and ties into the the tarot reading in part because um, we had so many kings, right? And the king is um, the 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 court card king is the element of fire and really getting back to um, the passion, the creation and the creativity, right? The inspiration, um, 
you know, this vital elemental aliveness that we're talking about in the animal, um, that fire in our bodies and our soul, uh, and really connecting with somebody in that kind of, uh, you know, non-judgmental elemental way. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Check out Druid Fox Tarot on Instagram for all the visuals and these cool cards. And uh, I appreciate your um, participation in these extended readings. And I can't wait to talk to you guys again. Thanks.